You are listening to Fundamentals of Piano Practice, written by Zhuang Zichang, read by Henrik Pantle. Chapter 1 Piano Technique, Part 2 Basic Procedures for Piano Practice, Section 12 Learning, Memorizing and Mental Play. There is no faster way of memorizing than to memorize when you are first learning a piece and for a difficult piece there is no faster way of learning than memorizing it. Therefore memorize this section that you are practicing for technique while you are repeating them so many times in small segments, hence separate. Memorization is discussed in more detail in part 3 section 6. The procedures for memorizing are almost exactly parallel to those for technique acquisition. For example, memorizing should be done, hence separate first. This is why learning and memorizing should be done simultaneously, otherwise you will need to repeat the same procedure twice. It might appear that going through the same procedure a second time would be simpler. It is not. Memorizing is a complex task, even after you can play the piece well. For this reason, students who try to memorize after learning a piece will either give up or never memorize it well. This is understandable. The effort required to memorize can quickly reach the point of diminishing returns if you can already play the piece. Once students develop memorizing learning routines that are comfortable for them, most of them will find that learning and memorizing together takes less time than learning alone for difficult passages. This happens because you eliminate the process of looking at the music, interpreting it and passing the instruction from the eyes to the brain and then to the hands. With these slow steps bypassed, the learning can proceed unencumbered. Some might worry that memorizing too many compositions will create an unsustainable maintenance problem. The best attitude to have towards this problem is not to worry if you forget some pieces that are seldom played. This is because recalling a forgotten piece is very fast as long as it was memorized well the first time. Material memorized when young, before about age 20, is almost never forgotten. This is why it is so critical to learn fast methods of technique acquisition and to memorize as many pieces as possible before reaching the later teen years. As you go through each step described in this section to acquire technique, memorize the music at the same step. It is simple. Part 3, Section 6 also discusses the numerous benefits of memorization. These benefits are so valuable that it does not make any sense not to memorize. It is much easier to memorize something if you can play it fast, therefore if you have difficulty memorizing it initially at slow speed, don't worry. It will become easier as you speed it up. The major difference between practicing for technique and memorization is that for technique you need to start with the most difficult sections first, whereas for memory it is usually best to start with sections that are easy and repeated many times so that you can quickly memorize a large portion of the composition. Then, by memorizing the remaining small sections, you can connect the long easy sections and thereby memorize the whole piece quickly. In general, it is better to memorize first and then practice for technique. 
That way you practice and memorize at the same time. In order to memorize well, you must learn mental play. Read Part 3, Section 6 for how to memorize and especially 6.j for mental play. In this method, you learn to play the piano in your mind, complete with accurate fingering and your concept of how you want the music to sound. At this point, your mental play assignment is relatively simple because it is hence separate. Mental play is the logical and ultimate goal of all these practice methods that we are describing. As we shall see, it is the key that opens many doors to your development as a musician. Whenever you memorize a small section, close your eyes and see if you can play it in your mind. Once you have memorized an entire piece, you should also be able to play it in your head. This is the time to analyze the structure of the music, how it is organized and how the themes develop as the music progresses. With practice, you will find that it requires only a small investment of time to acquire mental play. However, you will also discover that once solid mental play is established, your memory is as good as it can get, you will have confidence that you will be able to play without mistakes, blackouts, etc., and will be able to concentrate on music. Mental play also helps technique. Your fingers will not be able to manage something that you cannot mentally play. For example, if you cannot mentally play faster than a certain speed, you will find that your fingers cannot play any faster than that. One big benefit of mental play is that you can practice it anytime. In principle, you can practice it all day. Moreover, if you perform mental practice and play that passage faster than your fingers can play, you will find it easier to increase speed the next time you practice. This is not as mysterious as it sounds, because all playing originates in the brain. As soon as you have memorized, which is usually the same day that you start the piece, concentrate on musical play. If you are practicing alone, imagine that there are others in the room and you are demonstrating how this piece should sound. Don't give up music just because this is a memory and technique session and you haven't learned all the musical rules. Teachers are the best sources for musical information and no book can give you the musical lessons that teachers can provide. We will revisit the musical rules throughout this book, especially after learning hands together practice. For those who have never done this before, it will require extra effort. For those who did this from day one of piano lessons, it is the natural and the only way to practice. If you practice non-musically, it hurts the ears and insults the brain. You are a musician, 